Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. Screaming Chewy Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. And the show starts now. This episode is brought to you by Dubby Energy. Tired? Hmm? Craving an energy drink, but you don't want to feel shitty and jittery afterwards? Well, try Dubby. Dubby Energy has this Nero Factor. It's a patented all-natural coffee cherry extract to help fuel you. Yeah, this ingredient is what gives Dubby its laser-focused and fast reflex effects, making it perfect for gamers. So, whether it's just had a long night, you know, just need some energy to go to work, Maybe a pre-workout or you want to get some gaming done. Dubby is for you. I highly recommend this. And they got some amazing flavors as well. Uh, very creative too, such as Dragonade, right? Dragonberry and Lemonade. Um, Galaxy Grenade. Beach and Peach. Yes, delicious. It's basically Kool-Aid that gets you pumped. So what the hell are you waiting for? Check them out at Dubby.gg. That's D-U-B-B-Y dot G-G. Yeah, and guess what? And for 10% off, at checkout, enter this coupon code, right? I got you. It's Screaming Chewy SH, all right? All together, caps. Screaming Chewy SH. And yeah, you got 10% off. Dobby, check them out. Hey everyone, welcome back to another exciting episode of Screaming Chewy Show. And I have a special guest here. She's a homegirl, fellow podcaster, and mental health advocate. What's happening in Haven? Hello. What's How are you? You're so giggly. I know. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm I don't know. How are you? I'm hanging in there. Yeah. I'm... You know, obviously, you know, the things that have been going on with me. A lot but, of things. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. I know. We'll get it's into that. We'll get into that juicy stuff. Some tea, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> Talking about tea. You're from London. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, don't even do that. Don't you even do I that. Joke. <laughs> you know I joke. Oh my gosh. I, I just wanted to get you mad so you could be like, fuck off. I but I don't even say that anymore. You don't? <gasps> I'm more, no, I don't. I say I say buzz off because I've been trying to cuss less. So I'm like, buzz off instead of Yeah. I like fuck off better. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but uh Haven. Of course you will. About yourself. Yeah. And about your podcast. I... Um, I okay so about myself the general thing is um obviously well not obviously um but I'm from London as you guys can hear I'm born and kind of raised I grew up in the foster care so I was you know moving around a lot I got adopted at the age of 14 um I'm now 19 about to 
turned 20 in November. And my podcast is called uh, DID and Me, which the reason why I wanted to come on here was because I wanted to start doing it again and like create some buzz for it because I know you you be having your listeners you be having your listeners um but basically mm-hmm. what that podcast is about um it's about a disorder that I have um called dissociative identity disorder which is basically a trauma response due to childhood trauma base it's basically uh previously known as split personality disorder or um, multiple personality disorder, um, basically me having different personalities and um, it's called basically all my personalities, autism is what the proper term is, um, it's called the system. So in my system, I have the host, which is me. I have a primary protector, I have two littles, I have two caretakers. Um, I have a misguided protector. I should probably get into, after I, you know, say all of that, I should probably get into <laughs> what their roles are and everything. I'm mm-hmm. describing what they are and just in general. I have a memory holder, a trauma holder, a figment slash sexual uh, protector. And I recently, she was recently a misguided protector, but recently changed and turned into my emotional protector. Um, oh, and gatekeeper too, I should put that there. Um, so basically, I should, basically what a host is, is the alter personality that's out mostly. So that would be me, Haven. Um, I'm also the core, which is the original personality. Um, my next one would be a primary protector. So basically what a primary protector is, is they protect the body at all costs they um so like if I ever feel endangered or something they would or you know endangered with a situation I can't handle they would come out and basically handle that situation for me and then we have oh yeah she she's amazing uh she's her name is Talion um she also uh is a goddess slash alien so um yeah, she also has her little weapons. She has a trison, which I think is very cool. Um, so the next one is a gatekeeper, because if you have more than you know one, two, you're obviously gonna have want to have a gatekeeper. She's also a caretaker, recently new caretaker. Um, she, basically, what a gatekeeper is is a altar who controls the switches. Um, so if Obviously, when a certain situation happens, like, say, there's a fight going on or a very serious situation, you wouldn't want a little to come out and be, like, running around everywhere and acting like a little kid. You would want the right um, altar to come out for that situation. Um, So her name is Sheila. She's a witch and a vampire. Um, She controls the switches she makes the switches smoother um she also takes care of which is what a caretaker is um she takes care of um one of my other littles um a little is basically which i have to i have uh ellie and tinka um a little is basically uh also that's like a little kid um and i know that they can be from the age from like a baby to up to 19 Ellie is 19, or uh, yeah, she's 19, um, 
but she just has the mentality of a kid. So, you know, whenever she's out, you might see me, but it's not me. It's actually her. And it's so weird going to people being like, you know, when she goes to people that might not know I have DID and like they just see me acting like a little kid. And it's really not me. Um, And then my (laughs) other uh, little, she's six years old. So she's a little baby. Um, we try not to cuss around them because they're very impressionable. <laughs> um, uh, and then there's Scarlett, who is the other caretaker who takes care of Ellie. Um, Sheila takes care of Tinker. Um, basically, like I said, you know they they take care of the littles. That's her only role. She's she's badass though. I love Scarlett. Um, she's very narcissistic and very. Uh, very like she has the latest fashion like she's very fashionable she's a little fascination fascination I forgot how to say that word I don't really know how to say that word um but (laughs) um and then there's Astra which uh she's my memory holder she's smart she's literally the smartest person I know um which is very good for tests when you're in school and everything like that (laughs) um she uh basically her role in the body is to because when you switch when you're out or when you're not out and someone else is out like another altar with me you go through this state of amnesia so and it's very like disorienting not knowing what you've been doing for the past days weeks months hours seconds minutes however long yeah yeah yeah, it's it really kind of is. Um, so what her role is, is that she remembers all of it. She's a memory holder. She remembers everything from every um, every altar that's out. She remembers it all, what they were doing, what they were saying, what, you know, what they ate, what time they used the bathroom. Like, she remembers it all. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's nice. scary. I need one for you to get drunk. <laughs> Um, I feel like I'm missing. Oh, oh, and I said the trauma holder. No, I didn't. Um, the trauma holder basically holds all the trauma. That's Madison for me. Her name is Madison. Um, she holds all the trauma. So anything traumatic I've been through, um, she remembers it all. She, anything uh emotional going on or traumatic, she would she would be the one to come out. Um. So that's her role. And then my my recently turned emotional protector um used to be misguided protector. Um her um role is to protect me emotionally. So anything basically emotional going on that I can't feel like I feel that I can't handle, she would be out. Um my fragment fragment uh Sasha, which is also my sexual protector. She's very flirty. Um, she only comes out for one thing, which is whenever like um whenever like say like I don't know, I'm kidding. Basically anything sexual she handles. <laughs> um yeah, basically she's like, I got this. <laughs> um and then there's David, which he's new. Um it's my misguided protector. So basically what a misguided protector is is uh they harm they could harm the body they can ruin friendships they can ruin relationships um they can anything bad you think um but they only do it because they think that it's what's best for the system and for the body itself 
um which obviously you know harming the body doing all of that not not good um but he thinks is it like a sabotage pretty much pretty much um i never used to be that um and she ruined a lot of friendships and relationships for me she's also trigger warning um has harmed my body before has taken multiple um medications to try and i guess trigger warning again like overdose and everything um just because she thought it was good for the body and that's what the body needed best so those are the explanations and roles and everything of my system wow and what's the difference between a protector and a misguided protector so okay so a protector is um if any anyone's uh, if the body is in danger um they protect from that danger where a misguided protector will bring that danger and inflict that danger upon the body oh yeah okay. so yeah so protector is protecting the body where misguided protector is harming the body or emotions or the system in general just because they think it's best oh wow but you know all these roles are to protect you you know what i mean to protect your mind yeah right? yeah that's kind of how the disorder starts right yeah basically and um man i bet that makes life really really difficult oh <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> Um, it makes because I can't do most of the stuff that you can do. So, um, for example, a normal person will be able to drive, right? Um, I can drive. Me personally, I can drive. Um, whereas I were to switch to, or you know, Sheena would front, which fronting basically is like switching, like they're out. Um, um where she couldn't drive so every time like i drive and i feel that, like i'm going to switch i feel a front coming on i basically would have to pull over until they're done doing what they have to do just for me to come back out and continue to drive home or wherever i'm going so it takes wow that's scary and scary how unpredictable it is you know what i mean just out of nowhere oh hell no <laughs> You gotta yeah, pull over. You're like, settle down, kids. Come on. Honestly, honestly, that's literally what I compare it to. It's like having a hoe, but this is why I don't like go anywhere by myself. Um, but this is like what like I really describe it as like multiple people being in a car and then you have the two kids, the two babies in the back, but I guess you could call them babies, kids, whatever you want to call them, which is my littles, and then you have um you know the mom the moms which are the caretakers being like calm down like you know you can't be doing this all of that um but it's it's very scary because uh recently i went through this toxic friendship <laughs> and um with this guy named chris and uh basically he had on his his profile picture on discord um was a triggering thing for my little and uh for Ellie and I was out with my mom 
and luckily my mom was there with me um but I was out with my mom and she basically um came out because she had saw the profile picture like that triggered her out and this like this big public place and everything like she could run off because she doesn't know any better so she could run off she can talk to a stranger she can you know like there's no telling what she can do because there's there's guy you know there's men whoever I'm not gonna say all men but you know there's some men out there like that look at you know that would look like that would look at a girl like me and be like oh she looks like there's something mentally wrong with her like she looked like she she looks like she's not allowed there there um so like I can mm-hmm. easily take her you know um and Definitely. I tried to explain yeah I tried to explain that to him he was not getting it <laughs> and it pissed me off uh, like so much pissed me off did he put that picture on purpose did he know I I told him I told him not to do that he did it anyways because he's the type of person who only does what he wants um but oh, that's yeah but he knew he knew and I think it's so funny because later on um like I said Astra's really smart so she has all that um she has all that like hacking skills and you know finding things out about people and like she just puts like she's like a little investigator she puts two and two together um like and so yeah we found out later on that he lied about a whole bunch of things like he lied about being in the army he lied about just a whole bunch of things and i thought it was so funny because with him being him saying that he's like being in the army and everything like that um he threatened to have me trigger warning killed forever um just because he was like you know i can make one call to a friend of mine in the army like he said that he was a he was retired he was a veteran or something like that um but yeah he still worked for the army like i don't understand i don't think he knew how that works um but it was so funny to me because it's like uh he basically um would threaten me with that stuff and everything which caused a lot of um triggers and and switching and everything like that what a piece of shit man what the fuck a lot and it kind of made me fit right right kind of made me fear for my life but um obviously i'm not friends with him anymore um that's fucked up right your life right and that's not even the worst part the worst part was uh because i used to i used to have these friends that also like that faked having did which i hate because it makes the rest of us that actually have it look bad and like to other people and be like oh like you're faking it you don't have it um but he was trying i guess one of his friends claimed that he had it and he was trying to explain to me that i don't have it what i have is multiple personality disorder and or or um what no it was what they had was multiple personality disorder and i kept trying to explain to him it's the same thing just a different name mm-hmm. just like bipolar and and uh manic depressive you know same thing and uh he was just ba- and i was like no like it's literally the same thing just a different name it's just he's lying about it like he doesn't have it um because the way that he was talking about like it just didn't add up like from a person like you're talking to a person who actually has the disorder and none of what you're saying is adding up at all <laughs> mm-hmm. you're like who are you trying to fool right like, like you it's basically like you're trying to play against the coach or you're trying 
trying to play against the creator of the game and you're just a player. And it's sad they do that for attention, but they're like fucking making the stigma worse. You know what I mean? Right. Like people already type and you know the judge and shit and like people like that are making it worse. Right. And and the thing is is that there's people out there that don't even think that it's real and the people that fake it for attention, for views, for whatever, are just making it more believable or making that person think like more like, oh my God, yeah, that's not, like, it's not a real thing. Like, they're, everyone who has the idea is just doing it for attention and that's not what it is at all. <laughs> yep, yep, it's fucked up. It really fucked up. Good thing, good thing you're part FBI agent. Analyze him. Not for long though. Not because the the thing with um having DIT going to a therapist and everything. Um, the point that we want to get to is uh called Final Fusion, where everything just like everyone, I guess, because they are their own people. Um, just everyone like fuses together to make one, you know, personality. Just just make it whole. Um. The bar is open. Sit back, grab a cold one, and get ready for the news you didn't even know you needed. From the frozen wasteland of western North Dakota to the tropical playground of Florida, it's time for tales of wonder and amazement. Put the kids to bed and pour yourself a drink. Lock the doors and close the blinds. Break out the cocaine and hookers. It's time for Happy Hour News. The Universe of Every Religion and None. Written by Roderick Edwards. Narrated by John Ashton Nickerson. Roderick Edwards is the author of books as varied as a fictional account of a person living in a deserted world to an autobiography about his adoption and reunion to this book about the universe. Find out more at RoderickE.com. Because basically, it's, it's basically, I guess you could just say it's me, just like split up, you know, like just different personalities and then different, like it's literally just me just yeah split up hence hence the name wow okay and you ever had any issues like in relationships like if um you know somebody else comes into the spotlight and then you lose your memory they're like oh you're lying like i bet that happens oh my god (laughs) it's so funny that you say that because one of my authors um because we all share a tiktok account and one of my authors actually did a TikTok about it. Uh, Sasha did, obviously, because she's very, she's very flirty. She'll flirt with anyone she can flirt with. Um, but basically, uh, there was this guy who texted me one time. I was like, hey, what's up? Like, um, do you remember last night? I was like, huh? <laughs> Wait, like, I don't know you. And then uh, he was like, he was like, yeah, you do. Like, but stop, stop playing around. I was like, I, I do not know you. I never knew what happened. Like, I just left him on red after that, that text. And I never knew what happened until I go on my TikTok page and I see a TikTok that Sasha made. Um, and it was about how that situation and how it was her 
Oh my god. And it was I thought it was so funny. I was like, you really had me like you really had that man believing like you know, not that we were a thing, but that like you know, I liked him and everything. I was so confused. Like it was it was so funny. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I bet she had fun though. I bet she had fun. She she always does. She always, I mean recently she's um she's in a relationship, but so she doesn't flirt, you know, with other people but you know, her boyfriends. Um but yeah, she when she's single, she's she's ready to mingle. <laughs> she don't hold back. She don't she, hold she back. She doesn't. She really doesn't. And um <clears throat> you ever had any issues like uh like has she flirted with people like while you're in a you know one of your other alts is a in a relationship? Oh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so basically there was this time where I was in a relationship. Um and it's not with you know who, but we're gonna get into one of those because that has happened. Um but there was this time where like it's very possible um to be in a relationship and one of your alts be in another relationship. You just have to be the other the person that you're with just has to be very open to it. Like I know uh there's a lot of systems out there um uh, with you know the the partners being very open to the other odds being in a relationship. Um but it has happened to me before. Um it has obviously it didn't work out because uh you know they would fight over who and like you know who comes out this day, who comes out that day just to spend time with a significant other. And it's honestly a lot. I don't know how you do it, Haven. I don't know how you do it. I mean, at first, I'm not going to say like, at first it was, I didn't know what the hell was going on for me because um I was going through, because I've been diagnosed, officially diagnosed since I was um 10. um But like for two years, I didn't know what was going on. Like I was losing time I was losing days um so my she was my foster mom at the time um but she took me to a doctor just to rule out anything because there is this type of amnesia that can hit you know kids early um so she took me there she was like you know we're explaining to the doctor what was going on they did tests um they didn't find anything so then that's when they took me to a therapist um, and they came up, you know, we worked together um, and he came up with, you know, we talked and everything. He came up with a diagnosis like, oh yeah, you have what's called, at, t- at the time it was called multiple personality disorder. But he was like, oh, like yeah, you have what's called multiple personality disorder. Um, so when I got diagnosed with that, me and my mom we sat down with the rest of our family and we did research on what the disorder is, you know, the symptoms, the different things that could come with it. So shout out to my mom because she was very supportive. <laughs> For real, facts. Shout out to her. I love her so much. <laughs> shout out to your mom. I mean, she's she stuck by you. She's like, all right, we're going to figure this out. I know. So do you have any tips on like, well, what, how, how do you deal with it? Like, do you have any tips for anybody out there suffering 
from the same thing? Um, I just say like, be careful who you tell. You know, be careful who you let into that inner circle with that information. Obviously, I'm not gonna, you know, be like, not, you know, be like, you know, not say that I don't have this this disorder. Um, because usually when I meet someone, I'll tell them straight up, like, oh, I have what's what's called DID, dissociative identity disorder. Um, and if they don't know about it, I'll elaborate into it a little more. But there's a difference between telling them, oh yeah, like I have this disorder, and then actually letting them in in your inner circle to meet, you know, your alters and to be a part of their lives and everything like that. Because they could take that for granted. Um, I used to have this friend who um we were, you know, we were arguing at the time and uh but she wasn't arguing with, you know, the others. She was just well, she was arguing with a few of the others, um, in my system, me included. But my little Ellie, um, she talked to her all the time. So she basically asked Ellie to, you you know, give us some information on, you know, my past and everything like that, which this person, her name is Trinity. I'm going to just, I'm name, I'm name dropping everyone. <laughs> um, they, dirty laundry. For real, for real. <laughs> um, but basically, she, you know, because she doesn't know any better, she's thinking like, oh yeah, like it's okay to tell her this stuff. Um, but, she basically then trinity basically then used what ellie told her um that was also one of the people that were, uh, was faking did um which she also used ellie for for information to basically make you know her diagnosis more um authentic what? yeah to fake it better. yeah like fake it better um but she basically used that past that Ellie had told her about to then use it against me um, and try, obviously, because I'm an open book, I'm not going to, you know, lie about anything. It's not that I, you know, didn't want to tell her, is that, like, she never asked. So mm-hmm. um, she basically tried to use that against me, trying to trigger me and everything like that. And it didn't work. She really tried. It didn't work. But, yeah. <laughs> trying to get some dirt on you. Literally, like, but, I mean, um... like, you know me. I'm an open book. I never... Yeah. I I I know like if you ask a question I'll answer it. Like if there's no reason into like not trying to you know be yourself. Like if they don't like something they did that's fine. You didn't do it. You went there around for it, but if you're going to make that judgment and use that as a judgment to, you know, to judge the rest of my character and everything like that, then we we're not friends. We can't be friends. We can't be more than friends or anything like that. Yeah, like you know, friends they're supposed to love and accept you for who you are, no matter what. Like, you know, you could be a serial killer and they'll be like, all right, I'll help you bury the body. <laughs> <laughs> that's a down ass friend right there. For real, for real. Right. That's a keeper. That's a keeper. But you know, to to judge you, okay, that's fucked up, right? But mm-hmm. to even like try and take advantage of you, like what the fuck? That's not a friend at all. You know what I mean? Like, there's some fake-ass people out there. Right. Is this where we get into honest? <laughs> I mean, it's up to you. <laughs> because that's why I brought up the situation of them trying anyways. Um, Yeah, that's basically what honest is. 
that's that's basically what honest did i'm not gonna lie um he tried to change me he technically kind of did um which i should have never let him try to change me but um but he did <laughs> and i regret it so much because like i was with him for so long that it's going to take me even longer to get back to how i used to be yeah he you know put a dent in your trust you know by the way uh, anybody listening that talking about her ex-boyfriend oh yeah yeah we're talking about my ex <laughs> just to fill everybody in they're like who the fuck is this um, guy who are you talking about? right uh he was so toxic oh my god now that i really think about it like he was so 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 toxic it was really bad <laughs> like i'm not gonna say that he wasn't because in some odds he was supportive um because me and him both make music so he was supportive in that way um he was i'm not going to say that he doesn't you know make good music because he really does um but he was like when it came to the relationship in general where i used to talk to my friends or anything like he was just oh my god um the week that me and him decided to break up before i moved back to london um he was just suffocating me, just suffocating me. And um, mm -hmm. I remember this one time where it was like, I was still in the US and um, it was like around eight, nine o'clock. And we, me and him usually like went to bed late. So I didn't think there was a problem with it. Um, so I went to go play some video games with my friends. And he, when I got on the phone with him, he put up a fit um basically he was like oh like I you want to go play video games with your friends but I thought we we're gonna call afterwards and I was like no like I told you I was gonna play play a little video game with my friends um with my friends in general because I haven't been you know playing with them um mm -hmm. in a while and like I miss them like you know like I'm not like these when I move back to yeah. London I'm not going to be able to talk to them because I'm going to be too busy unpacking and you know getting the getting used to everything like the the time um the time difference and everything which London from the US I know we're like what seven hours apart yeah if I'm not it's mistaken, seven hours apart. it's almost 1 a.m um um but with where they they were located because they were all in the same time zone um i was five hours apart from them so 12 for them oh, is five o'clock in the morning for me damn that's damn <laughs> yeah so, yeah of course you want to spend time with them you know what i mean you, you just have right. a certain window right and then the thing is like it wasn't even that late like it was like I said, it was like eight, nine o'clock at night. And we still literally had, you know, up until because me and him, usually, like I said, we usually went to bed late, like around one to one to three o'clock in the morning. Um, So we had all that time to do what we needed to do. And usually he'd just do his own thing. So I'm just like, why would I want to, you know, I'm not going to say like, why would I want to, but like, why would I sit on the phone with you? And you just do your own thing, me just do my own thing. Um, when I could be, you know, talking to my friends, playing, you know, our game with them and everything. It was just like, come on, like mm -hmm. I wanna like I wanna sit there and like 
you know, watch a movie or something like that. Yeah, sometimes you need your own personal time, you know, you don't have to be talking to them all right. the time, you know. Right. <laughs> I just so, think it was so funny. He's getting all mad and shit. <laughs> so you mean so he threw a fit? Like was he screaming at you or um he wasn't really screaming. It was just like it was so like I he was mad. He doesn't really scream when he's mad. Um but like I can tell, like, you know, um he was really mad. His voice was very like strong, stern. Um he was like sighing and like irritation a lot. Like that's how I know that he's throwing a fit and everything like that. Oh my god. And and the thing is, he would always be like, Oh, like you're not understanding. I'm like, Yes, I am understanding. You're treating me like I'm stupid and that like I'm less smarter than you. And I do not appreciate that. At oh, all. hell no. He was all condescending. Like, he would, down to you. Uh, right. Every argument that we had, he'd be like, you're not understanding. You're not understanding. Or like, he'll ask me, like, do you understand? Like, if I was not understanding and I'm stupid or something. And I, I told him about that. I was like, can you please stop asking me if I understand? Because I do. And you're treating, like, you know, sometimes I'll be like, like, I I understand, but I just don't understand why you're mad about it, you know? Because it'd be, like, the re- most ridiculous things. And I think it's so funny because, like, he got mad. Um, I told you this before. But he got mad at, you know, one of my, I guess, I guess you could call him acquaintance because I don't want really to talk to him like that. Um, but Trey, I heard this song that he made. I really loved it. It's called Hot Chocolate. Um, or Hot Cocoa, sorry. Um. <laughs> And I was like, you know, making a joke of it and being like, and being like, you know, what, you know, what if you made a song called Marshmallow or something like that? And I was like, if you make that song, I'm going to say that I encourage you to make that song. He was like, oh, if I make that song, I'm going to say that it's dedicated to you. And I was like, bet. And we literally got on the call later on that day. um, And he was like, like he was throwing a fit again, being like, you know, you were clearly looking for attention. You were clearly flirting with him. Like, that's so disrespectful. And, you know, me and him went back and forth talking about it. And I was like, okay, whatever. I'm sorry. Apologize. Um, And then, like, he would turn around and flirt with girls on TikTok. Oh, hell no. But oh, every hell. time... Right, right. But every time I got mad about it, oh... It's not that big of a deal. You need to calm down. Um, you know, it's like I've I've already apologized. Stop making a big fuss about it. But yeah, if I were to do something like that, he would not like there's been days where he didn't like he didn't even tell me. Like when you're in a relationship, you're supposed to communicate, right? You're supposed to tell, like, oh, I didn't like this. Um, but there's been times where he hasn't he just ghosted me for, you know, days on end. And then when he's come back to text me, then he tells me, Oh, um this is why I ghosted you like you could have told me that before instead of me worrying about like why are you ghosting me are you talking to some other girl you know like what's going like are you dead definitely like putting me right putting me through that worry and that was so unfair um um and like you should have just told me first and then be like I think we need some space apart like just so I know that you're all right yeah, I think, you know, I think some people try and do that. Like, they'll start a fight 
and then like ignore you so they could do something they wanted to do behind your back. You know what I mean? Right. Right. He's done some messed up. He was so toxic, man. <laughs> so toxic. He sounds insecure. You know what I mean? Like. And the thing is, he would always say that, like, oh, I'm not insecure. I'm not, you know, but I'm like, you're like, not like, now that I looked back on everything and like remembered everything going into everything, he was so insecure. So insecure. Like, like I told you before we started this, um, he uh, got mad at me when Stranger Things season four came out. Um, he got mad at me because I kept fangirling over Eddie. But like everyone was fan, like every girl was fangirling over oh my Eddie. My God, over an actor, over a character, like over a character. And then that's like when he was like, "Okay, can he stop now?" Like that's really annoying. Like you're you're getting me pissed off. Like it's really irritating. And like I don't like when people are mad at me, especially a person that I care and love. Um. So literally the rest of the 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 series that we we're watching the part one because there was only part one that was out at the time. Um, literally the rest of that episode, or the episodes that we had left to go to watch. Um, I literally just stood quiet the whole time. Didn't answer him when he tried to talk to me. I just literally I I kind of broke down. I guess I guess you could say like I just gave in and just stopped talking. God, man, you just gave up. Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. Oh my god! Especially if somebody like I don't know tries to gaslight you. You know what I mean? Like, oh, they make a big deal about things, but then when they do the same thing and you get upset, oh, it's not a big deal. Like, fuck out of here! Right, right. He basically gaslight me. Gaslights me. Um, every time he, because he's he did it five times, he did it five times, where he flirted with another girl, and um, one of those times I brought it up to him, and then he ghosted me for like two days, and I was That's like, what so the hell? Close. Right, like how are you gonna get mad at me getting mad for something that you did wrong? Like you basically cheated, because flirting is cheating. Um. Yeah. So, and I know uh, he used to get mad about because my gatekeeper, Sheila, she's married to someone. Um, and he would always get mad if he, you know, because uh, they were all, we were all in the same Discord. My fluff was Discord that you were in. Um, he got mad, like every time he would get mad when Sheila was out and, you know, flirting with her husband and doing all of that. Um, and he would come to me after I came back out, like fronting. Um, and be like oh like you're flirting with him and I'm like you're not you, like you're telling me that you understand that I have this disorder and everything but you're not understanding because if you really did understand you would know that I have no control over that that's not me um I don't know what to tell you like if you want to break up we could break up I don't know what to tell you but like that's not me <clears throat> yeah like and you know, like, I don't know, maybe I'm different, but like, if I'm dating somebody, like, if I'm in love with them, right? Like, this is my girl, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do my best to understand you, right? And your issues mm-hmm. that you have, I'm going to do some research on them. That way I could love you better, you know, because like, 
you know, I've dated certain girls that have certain traumas and like, you know, a lot of them sometimes have, you know, the push away or self-sabotage the relationship, you know, because they were hurt. So they freak right. out when it's going too good. So they try and hurt you before you hurt them. You know, I've been through stuff like that. Right. You know, like he should have done. He should do some research. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how is he going to get mad at right. you for like what your alt said? You know, right. And the thing is, like, like all, every time he brought it up, I would tell him, like, I don't even remember what was said. How are you going to get mad at me? Like, and I'm just sitting there clueless, like, was <laughs> like, I don't remember. Yeah, what like, was what said. are you supposed to do? About right, it? like, what am I supposed to do about that? Like, I don't, like, I can't apologize because that's her husband. And who am I to say, you need to divorce him? That's not for me to say because that's not my life. That's her life. That's not, you know, like, I have no control over what she does, what she says, anything like that. Like, that's her life. Um, I know that he made my little Ellie very uncomfortable. <laughs> oh my oh, God. Yeah. Is it what you were telling uh, me earlier? You'd watch movies and... Yeah, but usually it was with me. Like I said, um, he always just tried to make everything so sexual. Like we could be sitting there watching a Disney movie and he'd make it sexual. And... You know, I like at first, you know, I went along with it because, um, you know, like obviously when you're in a relationship, when you're in love, you're in that honeymoon phase. And but like after a while, it just got very just like, all right, come on, dude. Like again, you know, like I'm we're trying to I'm trying to spend time with you. I'm trying to watch it. I'm not trying to get sexual with you. Mm-hmm. He's like horny all the time. <laughs> right. Um. And then he would tell me, like, oh, that's just how I show affection and everything. And I'm like, okay, that's understandable. But every time, like, come on. Like, if you can't control how fucking horny you get or when you get horny and, like, you know, you can't control that, then you need help. You know, like, we don't have to be doing, we don't have to be talking sexual and doing, you know, things sexually all the damn time. He's like that dog humping your leg all the time. (laughs) You're like, kind of chill, man. (laughs) <laughs> for real um but the reason uh he made and i told my other friends about this and they got heated um but the reason he made ellie uncomfortable is because he would talk sexual to ellie um and remind you ellie oh, is, hell no. ellie, this is a, ellie's six, a, li- a little no no that's that's um that's tinker ellie's 19 oh, so she's she's okay. she's over age or she's you know of age um but she has the mentality of a child. Mm-hmm. So got to keep that in mind. So she doesn't, and I told him, like, don't don't say anything. Don't cuss in front of her. Don't be like, she's very impressionable. So I kept telling him, like, she doesn't know. She doesn't even know what sex is. Why are you trying to speak sexual to her? She doesn't even know half of the things that you're saying. And then he... Um, oh, that's a creeper. What right, the fuck? Um, he would basically he would basically like when i was out um he like i literally called this man daddy once and he got so fucking obsessed with it <laughs> he got oh so obsessed God. with it so every time i said i love you it couldn't just be i love you it had to be i love you daddy and so it became with right it had to be every time every time and if i didn't say it 
he'd be like oh like say it's the way I like it and eventually like it got so uncomfortable like come on like I don't want to do all that um but when when I didn't say it he'd get mad at me um and like ignore me for a little bit and like I said I don't like when people are mad at me that's why he would do that because he knows you didn't like it it was a form of punishment <laughs> yeah um speaking of taking advantage of that was one of the things he did take advantage of um or he he would either ignore me or be like what you don't love me anymore or like you don't like me anymore like what's going on like you haven't been saying it lately like like it's not that I didn't say that you know I I loved him it's that I didn't say I love you daddy oh because you didn't say daddy yeah and to him if I didn't say it he would ignore me for a little bit um or he would be like well you don't love me anymore like what's going on like you haven't said that in a while and I'm like it's not that like like I said it's not that I didn't say like I say I love you all the time I just don't add daddy to it <laughs> you didn't say daddy so it didn't count <laughs> exactly like that's <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking like I didn't say daddy so that I love you didn't count yeah the daddy kick huh <laughs> and it's like, kind of weird though that your little all he was talking to her like that like bro yeah um there, there I'm not gonna say that he did it all the time because he didn't um but like there was times where he did and it made her feel like uncomfortable um there was times like uh I know I did uh interview about DID with him on Spoon after that it was like in the uh, I guess it was like towards the end Asha had fronted which is you know the smart one the memory hold up um mm -hmm. uh what's it called um she had fronted towards the end so she did the rest of the interview um and then as soon as the interview finished I fronted back and we got on the phone after and he was like oh um like I hold on I have to but <laughs> never mind it, it went away um <laughs> false alarm um Basically, what he did uh, was after we got on the call, on call after that, um, he he uh, basically was like, oh, like, oh, what happened to Ashka? And I was like, oh, like, she, you know, she went back in. Um, and he was like, oh, like, I really wanted to talk about, I really wanted to talk to her. And then and he was like, oh, I really wanted, like, I wanted to ask her what her favorite sex position was. And I was like, what the what? fuck like that's the only reason you want to talk to her is just to ask her like what her favorite sex position was so that you could talk about sex with her what the fuck exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's creepy <laughs> like was um and like over time like he would keep asking me like i want to talk to asha i want to know what her sex uh, her favorite sex position is um just you know this and that and i was like you do realize you keep saying that she's not going to want to talk to you. She doesn't want to talk to you because that made her feel uncomfortable. You're scaring her away. That's what exactly. you're doing. Like, as the type of person, she loves talking about, like, things that she researches. She mostly researches, like, mythology, like, the Greeks and gods and everything like that. Um, murder mysteries, she loves that. Um, like, that type of stuff. Like, anything doing, like, to do with mystery or... 
um, engineering or mythology. She like you know talk to her about that. Don't talk to her about her fucking favorite sex position. <laughs> hey everyone, quick message from Tucson's rising phoenix, fitness and defense. Help treat anxiety and depression with martial arts training and education. Develop the confidence, skills, and fitness you need to stay safe. Our focus is real-world self-defense tactics, practical and effective for everyone. You can find them at 4500 East Speedway Boulevard, number 4, Tucson AZ 85712. Or you can call them at 520-838-1592. They are open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. So hit them up. Learn martial arts, very therapeutic, and you can learn to kick ass and kick depression's ass as well. So um, hit them up. Hey, let me tell you about the number one daiquiri delivery service right here in Tucson, Arizona. Now, if you know anything about Arizona, you know it gets ridiculously hot in here. Okay, like over 110 degrees easily. So stay cool and you still want to get your party on? Get these booze going, you get these frozen daiquiris, or you could get the non-alcoholic versions as well, or catering for the whole party. Yeah, they got amazing flavors such as a scorpion, which is strawberry, the Gila monsters, grape, cactus jack, green apple. All these come with candies that go with the flavors tailored for each individual drink and flavor, you know, such as like uh, Lifesavers gummies, gummy worms sour gummies you know there's pink lemonade um there's uh there's specialties as well the like the zona sunset is there a spin on mango nada which is a mango slushy with chamoy and tamarindo candy very delicious that's my favorite actually there's the wildcat which is u of a inspired it's cherry and blue raspberry i highly recommend these these guys they accept cash app cash facebook pay uh, you can find them on Facebook, Desert Daiquiris. You can find them on Instagram, Desert Daiquiris 520. Or you can text them 520-261-6658. I highly recommend these guys. Um, if you've listened to my show, you know I love these Desert Daiquiris, yo. It was... <laughs> that man is a lot. So, Haven, tell me about your podcast. Like, I love what you're doing here. And, like, I mean this as a podcaster and, like, as a fan, too, because, like, I listen to a lot of podcasts and, like, yeah. you know, you, you've only done two episodes and you're doing an amazing job. Like, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed of my first two episodes. Like, I did so fucking shitty, but, like, you did amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Um. Okay, so my, my podcast is obviously about um, D.I.G., Obviously, it's called the idea in me, um, and I've only do it like you said. I've only done two podcasts, uh, so far, two episodes, um, and that's why, like I said earlier, why I wanted to come on here because I wanted to start that back up again, create some buzz for it. Um, basically, why I wanted it, or why I wanted to create it, uh, was because I feel like a lot of people don't even know what the idea is. And I know a lot of my friends that I've made um, found out about the disorder because they became friends with me. Um, so it's basically about, I wanted the first few episodes to be about, you know, me describing my 
alters and you know what their roles are in the system how they're like what their ages are just give like a general description of it before I get into doing the podcasts with you know my friends are telling story times about my DID experiences and everything um like I wanted to I want to I shouldn't say wanted um but I want to have like my friends on there ask them questions that go like when for example like when you found out you know about my DID did you you know immediately search it up um like how did you feel about that everything like that like I just ask my friends questions um have them tell story times about you know (laughs) my authors and how basically like a funny story or something like that so it's basically would be uh informational funny you know uh life story story times all of that stuff in that one podcast you know i love what you're doing because a lot of people are ignorant to it and it's not their fault right and but but you know (laughs) like i was one of those people because like all i knew about that you know did was from that movie split or like from movies and stuff you know what i mean right so i met you and started being your friend like you've you've taught me a lot yourself about that i'm like oh shit you know what i mean like i I love it (laughs) yeah um another thing about that movie split is it got a lot of stuff wrong and it made more people scared like that's why i don't like i it's a great movie don't get me wrong but great acting um for a person who who like acts as the person with did and then doesn't have it in real life like he did an amazing job um but the movie is Self and the concept of it with the person with the disorder being the fill-in and all that <laughs> I I hated that I I really hated that and it, it got so you many things wrong <laughs> yeah because I, I feel like a lot of people after they watch that movie they are more afraid of people with DID um because they think that you know oh my god they're killers you know they can do things that others can't um like which mm-hmm. is not true you know um also has like its own life strong. right so it's like an author has its own life you know an author is not gonna freaking hunt you down or kidnap you or you know whatever even though they do have you know their personalities and everything which you know the host can't choose they make up their own identity they they they're basically they make up what they want to be um and or who they want to be um so um like it like it just made like we can't climb walls like with our bare hands like we can't just stick our fingers into walls and climb up the damn wall and like no we can't do that you know if we get shot we're gonna bleed we're gonna die if if we get shot in the wrong way or lose enough blood like it's it's not like that like it's not like how the guy in the movie got shot and he was able to like you know withstand those shots and everything like it's not like that at all um i i can say though like when he turned into the beast and he would be yeah all when he like, turned into the i what was it called what was what was his thing called i guess you could call it the beast i thought i, I think it, it was the beast I, I don't know i feel like it was like the horde or something like that or that was like the system's name itself i don't remember i gotta watch that movie again i love the movie though i loved it um but I know that in that movie that like I'm not gonna say that there aren't things like right in that movie like the switches he did, you know, great. 
um the different outfits i just buffed again loki <laughs> i loved when he'd be like that wasn't me that was patricia <laughs> i love that like it's it it basically like um like how patricia is how you know her wardrobe changes she wears earrings um she wears a dress she wears heels um you know she's more feminine she's more proper she's more you know and then the the accent and everything um where it was um and then like Hedwig where he's he's wearing you know the hoodie and the Mm. the pants and he acts like a kid like they got all of that right um because so what we have in um basically we have something called the inner world um and it basically is like where they disappear to when they're not fronting or not coercing coercing is um where they're like kind of like a co-pilot you have the pilot and then you have the co-pilot ready to take over if anything needs to be handled um um so we have the inner world um and I just <laughs> in the inner world they look different um so for example uh Astra she's an alien Astra Nova since they're twins they're sisters I should have pointed that I should have said that um they're twin sisters um they look alien their skin isn't you know like my skin in the inner world their skin is purple in the inner world Astra has a third eye um and when they come out they want to look feel like more like themselves so um they'll wear something purple or they'll you know with Ellie she has a little wolf ears that she'll wear um and then plus their outfits go along with all of that um because obviously you can't have purple skin unless you dye your skin or you know put makeup or something (laughs) (laughs) um which I'm not gonna do what she's not going to do every time that she comes out she's not going to freaking paint the the skin purple or something so she'll probably do like some purple makeup some um you know have something purple on or just something that makes her feel more like herself because she does not look like herself since we're sharing a body it looks like my body um i love that yeah to feel more comfortable right right it makes them feel more comfortable um but yeah, it's it's like the inner worlds, all of that. Uh, I remember you telling me that um, they also have their own favorite colors, right? Yeah. So some depends who's taking control at that moment when you're when you're you know getting dressed. Right. They decide what color you're gonna wear. You know. Right. So yeah, with my system, we how you know who's out is based on the color that they're wearing most. If it's not the color, um, then it's some like an accessory or the way that they speak. Um, I know that Nova has an American accent. So whenever she's out, be ready to hit her. Uh, Nova and um, Scarlett both have American accents. Scarlett is more like a New York accent, um, whereas Nova is more like a, a girl from like California, you know, like very, like, you know, girly, very up there. Um, and then Sasha, uh, which is Scarlett's sister, uh, she has a Russian accent, <laughs> which I think is so cool. Oh, that's fucking badass. Mm-hmm. That's 
Um, I want to hear New York accent. Like, I, I want to hear bing bang, fuck your though, mom. The, I'm just kidding. The thing is, though, <laughs> I couldn't do it myself. Like, I can do an American accent. Like, um, I'm, you've heard my American accent before. I'm trying to think of something to say. Um, like, it could, it could be like, um, you know, hi, my name is Haven. Like, how are you doing today? You know, like, it could be like that. Um, <laughs> That's impressive. Um, but I couldn't do a Russian accent to save my fucking life. Like, I couldn't. Just roll cars, be like, Russian. <laughs> In Russia, we don't drink vodka. vodka. <laughs> That's, that was kind of good, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I've had my fair share of vodka. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, uh, so basically, whatever color that they're wearing, um, that's how you know who's out. Like, for Talion, she wears green, for Astra, she was purple, uh, like a light purple, for Nova, she was a darker purple, for Madison, she wears a dark blue, for Ellie, she wears like a really light blue, for Sheila, she wears black, um, for Tinker, she wears like a really, really light green, for uh, Scarlet, she wears red. For Sasha, she wears pink. Um, so that's how like my family knows. Like unless they don't tell, like unless because obviously when or technically, normally, um, when they're out, like they'll be like, oh, like this is who's out. So, but if they don't do that, and my family, you know, that someone's out, that's not me. Um, they'll know by either the colors that they're wearing, the accessories that they have. Or the way that they speak. Um, I've been told that when Talion's out, she has like a deeper voice, and she Talion's mean as hell. First of all, um, she doesn't like anyone. Like she'll tolerate you, but she does not like you. Um, so she'll she'll have like a a deeper tone and voice. She's more mean. Um, I've been told that when she's out my my right eyebrow tends to like have like a little arch like a little bit um oh, like raised a little bit <laughs> so um yeah that's that's her i know uh when ellie's out she has like a more higher tone um that and and i think it's i think it's uh like i love people's reactions when I tell them, like, because uh, obviously with otters, um, they can do certain things that you can't, or they can have that ability to, ability to do that. So with Ellie, she's from Japan. She's Japanese. So for me, with my life, I have obviously I have a best friend who's uh, Japanese. He's from Japan. He's tried to teach me. I couldn't learn. <laughs> I could not get it for the life of me. Um, you know, I. <laughs> I. Oh my god. Um, so I can't write um, in Japanese, can't read, can't understand, can't speak. But if Ellie were out right now, she, she could speak Japanese to you like like that, snap of a finger, just and it would be like so clear, like it's like you know, like you can like you can tell like she's Japanese. Um, but she can read and um, she could read, write, speak it. Like anything, you know, she and, and like for the life of me, I couldn't do that. Um, Sasha obviously she speaks Russian, she writes Russian. Um, she like like and I couldn't do that. I I like I just I think it's when people react to it. I think it's so funny. <laughs> Yo, that would catch me off guard. 
by the way. If you're talking to me as Haven, and then all of a sudden, boom, you're speaking Russian, I'm like, what the f? Yeah. <laughs> You know, yes. if I didn't know, right? If I didn't know you, that that'd be a hell of a trip. Right. Um, I know it's happened before. <laughs> um, but yo, what was their reaction? Like, so, uh, from what I was told, because obviously when I switch, I don't remember. Um, from what I was told, I was out, and then Astra came out. Um, because Astra also like speaks Italian and everything. Um, so it went from me speaking American to Astra fronting and then speaking Italian. Um, and their reaction, <laughs> like, it was like, what the fuck? Like, are you fucking with me? <laughs> like, are you fucking with me right now? Like, they thought that I was playing a prank on them because this person, I didn't tell um, that I had DID. So they thought like, oh, like, it was just a prank where, you know, you speak a a different language mid-sentence or mid-conversation or something like that they think you're doing a prank or something am i being recorded <laughs> for real like where's the cameras and um also you, you like to write as well right you've been working on some stuff yeah mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about that so, oh, i love your <laughs> so usually uh i would write like little fan fictions um i've been working uh uh involving my authors so their lives and everything like that um which I think it's it's funny kind of because you know to and a first-time reader of my stories or something like that like they wouldn't know that you know this is about my author this is you know what happened to my author um wow I love that and I think it's so funny I really think it's so funny recently I've been working on a story um called I have to, I don't even remember the story name. I haven't worked on it in so long because um, I took a little break. Um, it's been a minute. It's, it's called like Another World in Between Worlds. I have to find the name, um, but it's something with world in it. It's been a minute since I started working. Like it's been like a week and I can't believe I forgot the name already. <laughs> um, but it's about Italian and her boyfriend's story because she has a boyfriend. Um, and how like they met how they fell for each other obviously you know I had to add some uh, different things in there to make it you know longer and stuff like that so like how a movie is based on a book and how they have to add more details into a movie to fill in those gaps um, mm-hmm. that's how my book writing is when it, when it comes to writing uh, stuff about my uh my alters and you know situation that happened in their life or something because it could be just one situation that happened and I write a whole book about it and I have to fill all of that gap until it gets to that one situation and then even then if it's if that one situation is not the end of the the story I have to keep going and filling all those gaps (laughs) wow I you know I think that's so unique I love that that you're writing these stories and they're about your actual alts you know and people have no idea. Like, I love that. That's amazing. Yeah, I laugh about it sometimes. <laughs> right? You're like, you have no idea. You have no idea. <laughs> like, you think you know, but you don't. And that's, if you ask me, that's pretty fucking unique and extremely creative. It takes a lot out of me, though. Oh, my God. But, like, I love writing books and stories. And, like, just putting my, um obviously not all of my 
books are you know about my authors and everything um I do use my author's names for some of the main characters though when I am writing a book that's not about my authors um like I wrote this book one time called the powered ones and I like put my friends in it like I put I, I put um Scarlet in there I put Astra and I put Talia but I also put my friend Danny and uh I put Dylan my my twin brother and then I put um my friend Tara in there I think you know Tara oh yeah mm-hmm. um but Shout out. yeah but her character was named May so um and like obviously like I said it's not about my altars but it has some of my altars names um but in that story what it was about a comet that crashed down to like broke apart in the atmosphere and they were like they were all at a new year's eve party and those pieces of rocks landed at different parts of the house which you know they ended up touching it and they ended up getting their own superpowers um but other people around the you know it was i i don't even remember if i based it in new york i don't think i did i think i don't think i put like a a general area in it but um there was like other people in the city um that also got like you know powers but they were they were like infected and disformed and uh corrupted so they were called the the corrupted ones um and these group of teenagers had to fight those corrupted ones um while trying to figure out their powers and you know figure out how to work as a team and all of that and it was it was crazy <laughs> damn love it yeah it was, and, uh, it was a great story. you're also doing stuff with music as well too right you're working on your music yes oh my god <laughs> and you you do not stop you do not stop i really do it's it's kind of weird because i draw too um and it's like it's like cycles with me it's like um if i'm like the, the one minute or one week two weeks it probably lasts like a month like one month i could be in my uh writing stories you know periods and then the uh, next month i could be in my drawing period next month i could be you know like it's it's like that but i do write my own music um i'm planning on recording some stuff within the next month just to release something get it out there yeah when you do let me know i mean um love what you do and um come out with more episodes in your podcast i know i have to this like i said this, <laughs> that's why i wanted to go on give you shit. i know you're writing and doing music i'm just giving you shit i know um but i love that you're doing this and educating people um and where can people find your podcast um just plug any links you want your socials plug it away um like i said my uh my podcast is called the idea and me you can find it on spotify those two episodes are up um my instagram is called is inside haven's mind um and yeah that's that's uh, that's all that's all i think i uh, i think i all oh my god i can't speak that's what i think i just have for now like my instagram my podcast and all the links will be in the episode description haven i appreciate you coming on i oh my god we've been planning this for months jesus christ i know it happens it happens <laughs> but, but I'm, i'm glad we finally got it. yeah i'm fine i'm glad we finally got it done but um yeah and uh you're always welcome back on the show and um yeah love what you're doing haven thank you for having me yeah, anytime anytime <laughs> <laughs>
hope and we do this again sometime. Yes, definitely. Well, we'll talk. We'll talk about some more stuff, right? We'll get into that writing. We'll get into them stories. Mm-hmm. But um, thank you, thank you again for coming on, Haven. You're very much welcome. It's a pleasure being here. Pleasure having you. Peace. <laughs> Bye. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. And if you'd like to support this podcast, check out anchor.fm slash screamingchewygmail.com. Any contribution is greatly appreciated and that makes you my producer. If not, that's cool. I'm just happy you're tuning in. And hey, Screaming Chewy Show merch. Yeah, that's right. At teespring.com. Just Google teespring, T-E-E spring, Screaming Chewy Show. Just Google that. It'll take you right there. And uh, yeah, you could buy hoodies, t-shirts, socks, masks, you know, if there's any stuff you'd like to see on there or purchase, just let me know and I'll add it on. And uh, yeah, you'll be rocking, styling, social media. Don't forget to follow me on there on Facebook, Screaming Chewy Show. I like to share memes, just make up stupid shit, share my episodes on there and just whatever. Um, Check out my YouTube for video versions of my podcast episodes also in between episodes i like to add me streaming yeah watch me get scared playing a creepy game or die playing PUBG or some shit you know what i mean and uh yeah just check out my youtube and uh twitter it's at screaming chewy yeah not screaming chewy show i should change it to that but for now it's just screaming chewy and uh thanks again for tuning in see you next week peace